1: that we did get a dm from someone (laughs) and she was like the episodes are short but again if you haven't heard when we first announced this we are working on a lot of stuff it's gonna get released hopefully very soon at least we'll be teasing it very soon so please bear with us we still want to bring content we still want to do stuff for you but we got to break these episodes up because listen (sighs) We can't invent time. I don't know. I don't know who made time. The Romans, <laughs> I don't know what happened. We got to talk to them because there's not enough time in the day there's not in enough of it. to get the things done. Um, so we appreciate you guys for riding with us. And we still want to bring you the content. It's just a little bit more brief and succinct. But we jump right into it. And with that being said, who wants to jump in? All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Chat. Okay. Well, sure. I am replying to um, kind of in the spirit of us working on some new things. I feel like we've mentioned briefly, like we're going into a product space. We haven't said what the product is. But in preparation for that, I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTubes, and um, I particularly love how I built this. And I try to really just listen to the Black female entrepreneurs, because honestly, no shade. But when you be listening to How I Built This and it's like some white guy, he'll be like, well, my dad. And I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, turn it off, turn it off, right. <laughs> I can't, can't relate, it's not gonna be what I need. And no shade, even sometimes the white women, like maybe they didn't, it's not like a nepotism thing, but they'll be like, I just walked into the department store and I said, hi, and then they were like, here, here's your booth, like, no, not that either. Um, so I've been listening to particularly the women of color. Um, I might've spoken to this one before. There's Rianne Da Silva of Beauty Blender. Shout out to Beauty Blender mm-hmm. and our boo Erica of Good Moms. That's her mom, which is a crazy fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to the founder of Myel Organics. I want to say her name is Monique Rodriguez. Um, mm-hmm. And then I listened to the founder of the Lip Bar, And I've loved all of them because for one, they talk about like not just the challenges that go into starting the business, but like the innovation there is within our communities. Black Mm. women are like some crazy number, like 10 times more likely to start a business um, out of most groups, but there's just insane lack of funding, insane lack of knowledge. They all talked about like imposter syndrome, Or just, Mm. like, the disrespect, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but um, the founder of the Lip Bar went on Shark Tank, and she makes Mm. these, like, really colorful lipsticks. So she was Mm. doing, like, purples and greens and yellows, and Mr. Wonderful called her and her co-founder Colorful Cockroaches. What? Wait. Correct. Wait. What? Yes. He was like... I don't know why you guys think it's gonna be successful. Like any of these retail giants can crush you like the colorful cockroaches that you are. Yes. Um, said to one of the women that she looked she looked dead. Like, would you like that? Like her lips, the color, the lipstick color, because I think she had on like a like greenish. An yeah. And was like, she basically was like, aren't you scared to go out like this because you look dead? Just like OD, just OD, 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 OD. O-D. Um, and to see the way they like hustled, persevered, like had to do things was super inspiring. And I encourage everyone to kind of like listen to these stories, especially if you're a young somebody, you know, corporate America is not for you, or you just want to pivot in your career, like they are very inspiring. They do give you a lot of gems and also just that representation, I think it it does really matter. Like when people say representation matters, it sounds so cliche but I think it is true because you're really like okay they did it like they hustled they didn't come from this and they did it so I can do it too so I've been on a binge I highly encourage everyone to listen to those even if you don't care about entrepreneurship they're just really beautiful stories.
0: Yeah that also leads me to a podcast another podcast that you shared with us that I thought was it, like, boiled my blood. It was a Today Explained podcast. Um, the title is is D-E-I-D-O-A, um, and it's about that guy who basically won in his pursuit of overturning, like, it's not affirmative action, I don't think, literally, but, like, what they are doing in university admissions and, like, taking away the aspect of race, mm-hmm. if you are familiar with that case. It went all the way to the Supreme Court, and he won. And now he's going after a small venture capitalist fund that supports small black woman owned business. And he's crying that it's racist and it's discriminatory as if the numbers don't clearly show that white men and white women and Asian people and everybody else essentially is getting funded at a much higher rate than black women. And yet yet still, he wants to take the little bit of coins that these people are trying to provide to black women founders. It's like, it made me so angry. Um, but I thought that was actually really informative and scary. When you think about the fact that we're about to go into this journey of, you know, entrepreneurship and like thinking about the money that is needed to back this idea that we have and, you know, people just want to stomp on it. Mm-hmm.
1: It's wild, and I think th- how he started that case was it was again. I, I need to talk to my Asian brothers and sisters about this. It was a like a group of I think Asian women that were like they're they're the plain no plaintiffs prosecutors um, because they're like well we can't apply for this like we don't we're not able to get this money. And so he's like clearly using this other minority group to like forward his Mm -hmm. agenda, and it's really, it's really fucked.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really pissed me off. But it is cool to hear their stories, Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna check those out. Check them out.
1: Let's get get some gems.
0: Perseverance, man. Yeah. Mine is a little less smart. There you go. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Yvonne Orgy. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was my other one. That was going to be mine it. too. Better be quicker on your feet. Yep. Better come up with something else. <laughs> you need three. Um, um, like but Yvonne what? Orgy <laughs> was on Chelsea Handler's podcast and. She was asked if she is still a virgin. If you watched her comedy special on HBO, she talks about the fact that she is still a virgin. And at 39 years old, she has confirmed that, yes, she is still a virgin, which I think is, you know, very rare these days. Do you all know any virgins at our age? I know one. I don't know no No. virgins, girl. (laughs) Like, no. Glenn, I know you ain't got none. You have Rolodex. I'm, I'm born.
1: <laughs> I'm born again. Shadé, get off. Get off. Doesn't make any damn sense. Cut off the oh. mic. I am born again.
0: But like, what did you guys have any thoughts about that? I was like, girl, still, sis,
1: still,
2: damn. And Chelsea said something to her like, the moment she starts having sex, she'll be in her sexual prime. Yeah, so, I mean. That's good for her. At least she has that. Because I'm like, damn, she just missed out on so much.
1: Did like, you guys that's listen good. to the full thing or just the clip?
0: No, just the clip. Just the clip.
1: I wanted to hear more because I wanted to... I don't know if it's because she's waiting for marriage. Because I know she, she is, is very... Religious. Historically,
0: she was. Yeah, I know she was. Um, but my thing is... I don't know. I don't really think of virginity as a real concept. Like... Hmm. Even the the person that I know personally who is one, like it's like you may not have done vaginal intercourse, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
0: But y'all asses have done some stuff. (laughs) He done things. Um, You have done
1: things. I think that it really is your choice. Like, like I don't think she should feel like shamed or weird. Um, I thought it was interesting to hear that there is someone who who is that, I don't want to say that old, but that much older than the usual age range of losing virginity in like your teens and 20s. And like the discipline that that takes is more so what's like very interesting to me. But I agree, Chelsea, yeah. like when I lost my virginity, I was just like, well, let's just get this over with because I'm not trying to do all of this. Like oh, it might hurt. It's this, it's that. Like, I was just like, let's just do the do. But I was talking to my sister about um, how, I don't even think we learned this in school, but like, essentially pleasure is like in the brain, right? So like, Hmm. it's, dopamine I want to say I think dopamine is a is pleasure because it's the one that you kind of like chase the gratification Mm -hmm. and so it's really just you know like receptors being like whoa we like this feeling like this is fun and so you just want to do it like it's not that often that you're being like well some people but like especially when you're young you're not being that choosy especially men I'm generalizing and she's like how do we start to teach like pleasure without having like guilt associated to it or like these rules associated to it because there are different like playbooks for men versus women like she was talking to a friend who was basically like I'm fucking with this girl but and like I love fucking her but like I don't really fuck with her like that and Mm -hmm. from my sister's side she's like well then why would you sleep with her and he's like because it feels good and so it's like where does the humanness come into play where we're like, I'm following the rules of society and how I'm supposed to live versus just like, fuck it, have fun. Like the same way you want that ice cream.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, there needs to be some sort of like social norms around sex because the, of diseases certain and the things. babies, yes. Diseases, babies, and also you do get an emotional many people, I won't say everyone, Mm. but many people will get emotionally tied to the person that they're sleeping with, especially if it's like consistent. And I just never believe in playing with people's feelings.
1: I've watched (laughs) that. Like
0: you don't, you don't want to play with people's emotions like that. So, um, I do think, (laughs) I do think you need to be there needs to be some societal rules or at least honesty when it comes to sex.
1: Yeah. Because now think about the person, if it's not her husband, who takes Yvonne Orgie's virginity. Like, that that's a lot of pressure for me as an individual.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I were in her position if I would make it, like, public. You know? Yeah. Now it's like a... Whoever takes it, it's going to be like, they can go on eBay and... Sell the condom.
1: Oh Jesus, (laughs) that's crazy. (laughs) Uh, This was the first. Oh (laughs) Oh, Jesus,
0: to enter that pum pum. Oh
1: God. Oh, all right. Moving on. (laughs) Perfect time. I'm a segue. I have
2: a loss. I mean, if yours is not as smart, mine is real trash. The top of mind is. I spent a couple of hours yesterday catching up on baddies and
0: <laughs> Jocelyn's. Did you watch, Chelsea? <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors.
2: Hey, group chat. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by Tylenol Rapid Release Gels, your go-to option for fast, effective pain relief we cannot let pain slow us down okay we have to be prepared for the aches and the pains after the big game or fun fall festivities you know it's homecoming season so we will be out at the tailgates and i'm personally so looking forward to cute little pumpkin patch moments and apple picking so that's why we need tylenol rapid release gels to help us enjoy life to the fullest without the pain and now introducing new Tylenol Precise, a pain-relieving cream with maximum strength lidocaine without a prescription. Let's get back to the activities that we love with Tylenol Rapid Release Gels and Tylenol Precise. We can find the power of pain relief today. Available now. Use as directed. And now we're back with more Black Girls
0: Texting. I am behind, but may I share with you, I don't know if you saw, one of our mutual friends went to see Jocelyn's cabaret, and she said it was phenomenal. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, she was like, it was great. It was so fun. It was so lit. Everybody was turned. It was good vibes. And I was like, people weren't fighting? And she said, no, it was so fun. Shut the fuck
1: up. What are the good vibes?
0: You know, booty and... Listen. Bubbies those like women know how to perform. Up. And they're talented. Yeah. yeah, there's a girl that does pole work on skates, yep. for example. Um, there's another one who does pole work and she has like fire coming out of her heels yep. and like you know, it's like going to the circus. Yeah, burlesque, but like not really. <laughs> It's a cabaret. I watched that program.
1: Okay. So I don't know what they'd be doing. Okay. The the one season that I did watch.
0: Maybe fighting. Yeah.
1: Was they were doing, they were learning this dance routine for like 20 episodes. So I didn't same, think they were that talented.
2: Same thing happened this season.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, this. So I'm confused. How are they good, but they can't learn the choreography? I don't know why they keep making them do
0: that well, dance. They're not, dan- they're not all like right? dancers, like, mm. you know, they're freestyle pole.
2: Yeah. At the okay. end, they decided to like lean into all of their strengths. And then suddenly everybody had a purpose. It's like, oh, could have right. been doing this. <laughs> I <I'm> don't <kidding. laughs> um, But Jocelyn is very unique. You know, I, I have love for her but she puts, puts these women in a cult or something because they're, they're indebted like, to her. Yeah, they're inde- <laughs> They're like indoctrinated.
1: Stockholm syndrome.
2: Yes, because um, there was a reunion yesterday I, and these girls jumped up and jumped these women as soon as they came on stage because they're Jocelyn's ops. Jocelyn didn't have to do shit. Jocelyn was sitting Not pretty. Not
0: Jocelyn's ops. Yes. Well, you know what? It is... Uh, there must be a psychological term for this, but I think you see it in even how Stevie used to treat Jocelyn. Mm. If you recall Love and Hip Hop, he would say really cruel things like, I'm gonna make sure you go back to the strip oh, club if you keep like disrespecting me. Oh, and like Jocelyn says that kind of stuff to these You're women, so like, you guys are worthless. Like, you better be lucky I have you on in my yeah. show and I'm giving you this opportunity. And then on the last episode, they all like individually in their confessional said how much they love and appreciate Jocelyn and this opportunity and how she's changed their life and how she took them off the streets. And yeah, it's like something about, I think we're all very privileged. And so we probably won't experience that, but yes.
2: Yeah. It's also like everybody that I notice on this show. <laughs> always goes crazy on people when they feel like they've been disrespected and like that's what jocelyn's always saying yeah. like y'all need to respect me this is my vision this is my vision there's a lot of that's like a tender spot for a lot of people this respect and disrespect and i think there's more there to unpack
0: you know? yeah because in the greater society are these women respected right, exactly. probably not
1: Oh, hot cake? something. They just the Company constant need for the respect. Thesis visibility. on this. Yeah, no,
2: there's something there. Look, it got deep.
0: Yeah, thesis. It got deep. Got deep. Wow, look at us intellectualizing Zeus.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always gonna be a no for me, dog, on the Zeus front. Like it's just not. I watched. The... I, I I did see the first season. Um, it was interesting, but.
2: Oh
0: yeah, that
2: program. I had it you watching me. it. I even. Had, I mean, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: we can say what we want about Zeus, but what I will say that I appreciate is that it's at least putting some of the power in Black people's hands. Like I think about the fact that Bad Girls Club was on We or Oxygen. Love and Hip Hop was on. Or, or maybe oxygen. Love and hip hop was on VH1, which is owned by Viacom. Like it was all these like white people like profiting off of the ratchetness, mm-hmm. and at least now it's black people profiting off of it.
2: It it sure. it it's super unique to me. I'm, I look at them. I was watching Baddies, and I'm like, why are they why are they fighting right now? This is crazy.
0: For yeah, and it's like really for airtime.
1: Yeah, that's the yeah, like because you you can't be on
0: that show and just be boring because then you're not gonna get asked back. So you gotta like make your mark. Mm.
1: That reminds me of one of you ending up on a Bravo show. Listeners, if you think that's a good idea, you just. Well, speaking of which, I just saw something.
2: Robin Dixon at BravoCon was asked why she didn't talk about Juan. Yeah, and the the people booed her. She said, why Uh, would she talk about something that happened before the show that was old news? Why would she throw her husband under the bus for a storyline, essentially?
1: That's something that they had already resolved by the time
2: that the show filmed. It was not resolved. I
1: haven't watched Potomac, but when I finish with you hookers on this call, this recording...
0: Well, may I just say, speaking of Bravo, right now it's like Bravo. Um, what's the word? John? It's climactic on that channel. There is Miami, Beverly Hills, Married to Medicine, Potomac, and Southern Charm. Those Southern white people are actually insane as well. <laughs> um, they figure something out. It's just, it's pure entertainment. Yeah, through and through. They figure something out. You know what? This Ooh. is old. Yeah. Dubai is about to be
2: on. Oh, I liked Dubai a little bit. I was, I was kind of interested right. in them. Um, did y'all see this Coming this back. thing with Bethany and the TJ Maxx team? Did y'all see it? Okay. Yes. Yes. I would, I don't know why yes. I fell into this this weekend. Bethany is also just very. Um, she be TikTok down. So she. <laughs> Went into the TJ Maxx. but She said she gets all these products, you know, for free that she doesn't end up using. And she said the people that she goes to see at TJ Maxx, like, all the time are always complimenting her on the things that she buys. And she buys a lot of products. And they're like, oh, I wish I could try that or something. So she thought it was a good idea to bring, like, a big-ass bag of shit that she's not using anymore or never used or opened once or whatever. So she goes in and she's filming the whole shit she's like, there goes my friend over there. There she is. Um, what's your name again? What's your name? That's your friend though. And then she gives a woman a bag of stuff, and the woman looks terrified. She's like,
0: like lip gloss, eyeliner, yeah. foundation.
2: But she's like, I'm not allowed Isn't to this take old? It's old, it's old, it's old. It's
0: like
1: Yeah, it's okay. I'm gonna talk about but it. we never talked about it Yeah. Yeah.
2: And she's like, yeah. um, I'm not allowed to take products. Like, I'll get in trouble. And Bethany goes, It's fine. I'll call TJ Maxx. I'll call the people. They'll <laughs> let you have it.
1: It's fine. <laughs> said, the lady going I'm going to call TJ Maxx.
2: And eventually, I guess she <laughs> never... <laughs> she she didn't get the stuff back. And she gave it to her people oh at ABC God. Hardware instead or something like that. But <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's just all preposterous. But it was interesting because then I went back and I saw another video of her trying some stuff on. And she was like, oh, I just got a great idea. I'm going to give... Some of this stuff to the, the ladies at TJ Maxx, like they always compliment me. Maybe they'll like it. Like it actually came from a a well-intended place, I think. Yeah. But the way it was executed came off a little tone deaf. I don't know. I wonder what your you guys' mm-hmm. thoughts on it are. Regifting, yeah, it's probably the filming. Yeah, the filming the of it filming all. It
0: for me, yeah, that's, yeah, because I can odd. totally understand. Like, you get a bunch of free stuff. Like, uh, I'm not fucking Bethany Frankel, but even sometimes I feel like I have too many products, mm-hmm. and like things expire, and like maybe I swatched it on once, and it really wasn't for me. And it's like, do I throw it out? Like, you know, so I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, hey, swatched it one time, it's not for me. If you're interested, have it. Um, but the the recording of it to try to act like you're doing some sort of um, I don't know volunteer work yeah, right. is kind of strange. Charity, right?
1: It's weird. I'm 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 good on that. I did watch her talk about it, like it was a TikTok or something where she's like look i get all this stuff and she's like going through the bag and she's like now it's a problem that i'm trying to help others and it's like girl that's not the problem the problem is you're being weird stop being weird she's Mm -hmm. like the woke people
2: online
0: will say apparently i'm getting
2: canceled
0: (laughs) yes you could literally be like um hey suzanne or whatever you're always so kind to me when is your shift over Oh, my shift over is, at, is over at seven. Okay, I'm going to be in my car at seven. If you want, I have some beautiful makeup for you. If you have daughters, maybe they might be interested, whatever. Simple. And you can give it to them. That's
2: how you do it. That's the thing, it's too. Really you got to ask, too, I think. I don't really want somebody to assume and just bring me some shit take Yeah, it, give, and give and me you're some giveaways.
0: Me, Right, and you're filming me so I could be like, oh, my God, right? lip gloss. Yeah, no. <laughs> You've saved my life. Not it. Not People it. are
1: really out of touch and... It's crazy because she always talks about like, I didn't really come from much. And it's like, if that were the reverse and you was peddling your skinny girl in the grocery store and some rich lady came up to you trying to give you some shit while you're trying to work, you would probably be like, ma'am, please back up. <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
2: um. Wait, that reminds me. Oh my God, I have another topic.
1: Oh, Um, wow. Look at you. My
2: topics. This is also, I don't really care about this. I don't know why everybody is so pressed. Keith Lee. Why is everybody going crazy about this man? Because he went to Atlanta. He ate at some restaurants, did not eat at some restaurants, and was honest about his experiences there. And, you know, people already have a lot to say about the dining experiences in Atlanta. They're very unique. And he
0: just. Or about black-owned. Oh restaurants.
2: yes, and sorry, that's the most critical part. He eats almost exclusively at black-owned restaurants, a lot of mom-and-pop spots, a lot of places that are that don't get a lot of, um, you know, attention. All of them are either like recommended to him, um, or people request that he comes, but he doesn't disclose that he's going to be there. He he waits in in the car, and his family goes in or whatever, because he wants to just. Ha- it's like he's like a secret diner or whatever but people are saying yeah so people are saying though that he is like single-handedly coming for black-owned businesses ruining them like even if he doesn't like them he should just he maybe he shouldn't post about it if he doesn't like it he should only post good places that he goes to but also like he can't make a platform that's just saying what's good or maybe he could he could make a platform of like i'm highlighting the best restaurants
0: have you followed him at all?
2: Yeah, I, I went in a, like in to a, see all a hole and I started watching Matt videos. Yeah.
0: I think the criticism is so unfair. Like, I think he is very fair. He's very honest. He has actually put a lot of restaurants on the map mm-hmm. after doing a review because Ocho Cinco was on his podcast basically saying he has a major problem with what he's doing because he is um, hurting black owned businesses. And that's like actually the opposite of what he's been doing. Um, And honestly, if your business is doing weird shit, like saying that they accept takeout and then you go and try to do your takeout and you drove all the way over there and they're saying, no, forget it. We're not doing takeout. But then when they find out who you are, then they want to do takeout. Then you need to improve your business. Mm -hmm. So Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Improve your business and then say, Hey, sir, if you'd ever like to try it out again, like mm. we have taken your feedback and we hear you, we understand that you're speaking as because he always talks about how he's just a regular person. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be treated special. He wants regular, normal people treatment. So we hear you and we have improved. Thanks for the feedback. Like what? Yes, Do he doesn't bash people.
2: And just when he's he'll just plainly say like this is what doesn't. happened. I, there's this other guy I used to follow. He be going in on people like, this is ass. This is trash. This is the worst shit I ever ate. Zero out of 10. Like, he be wiling out on people and tagging the restaurant. Like, that's OD. Keith Lee doesn't talk like that about people's places. There is something to be said about, you know, people say that, especially when it's between black folks, we could pull each other to the side versus doing it publicly. For some of these restaurants, like I don't think it hurts for him to make commentary on Candy Burris's restaurant. People are still gonna go there. It doesn't. Which, by the way, Candy
0: had a very classy response, and I think hopefully she'll take the feedback and improve. Meanwhile, somebody
2: else was like, "Keith Lee, never heard of him." (laughs) Did you see that weird video those people (laughs) made? So weird. So weird. Um, But
1: also, like you know. All right. Grain of salt. I've never been to any can- of Candy's establishments, but I've literally watched the shenanigans they do on the show. <laughs> they literally will be on Housewives talking about, oh, we're just going to throw this shit together so we get open on time. Oh. Yeah. And they literally have shows about how chaotic the fucking restaurants are. So it's like, why are you acting like this is a surprise to anybody? Like, you know that this is not like we all knew Michelin.
0: And my friends that are from and live in atlanta they actually expressed that they are happy that these videos came out because a lot of atlanta st- establishments black-owned establishments are essentially maybe abuse is the is too strong of a word yes. but really taking advantage taking of advantage. their yes. um patrons and the people that are keeping them open and not treating them well you like apparently every every restaurant or lots of restaurants are trying to turn into like lounges so like the restaurant is not even up to par like it's like a big issue and i think people in atlanta deserve to have a good dining experience as well
2: yes i don't know if you saw the the list of rules from one of the restaurants he went to called the real milk and honey um it says number one we guarantee great food everything else is left to chance (laughs) what does that mean
1: oh god (laughs) We do
2: try what our the hardest hell does though. That we mean? really do. <laughs> what? So the restaurant might be dirty.
0: No accountability. <laughs> right.
2: We do not provide individual checks. However, we will allow up to three forms of payment. No modifications to any of the menu items. If you have a food allergy, please choose another item without the allergen. <laughs> Number five, be nice. <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> they tell us Be nice. To be nice.
2: Definitely all abusing each other in Atlanta restaurants. I'm sure just the whole
0: you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when you go to a hairstylist and they got 20 damn rules, and they talk about if you five minutes late, I'm gonna charge you your whole thing and cancel your appointment. And then they be coming late. Oh
2: my god, they be the latest ones hours late. (laughs) Hours late. I just got so triggered.
1: (laughs) Um, I know. I was like, "Damn, Glenn, are you okay?"
2: Yeah, no <laughs> reservations unless you're Barack Obama. Be
1: nice. Are you talking to us? <laughs> says yeah. that.
2: No reservations. Wait, say that one again. No reservations unless you're Barack Obama. No table hibernation, ninety minute max. Um. Oh, this one was funny. What?
0: To me. So, I'm um, you treating me like shit, and you rushing me to swallow down my food?
2: <laughs> if we prepare your selected item to our menu specifications. We will not remove the item from your bill. Our entrees are not, quote unquote, samples. Thanks. No parties larger than four (laughs) on days that end with a Y. (laughs) Which is every day. (laughs) But then number three says 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more. So which is it? And then we have no waiting area outside. Keep in mind, if the wait list, if on the wait list, you can receive a text when your table is ready. Naps in your car are fine.
1: What is happening? <laughs> I think they're, they're, they're being like got, a they, little cheeky. Because they're
0: treating black people like yeah.
2: this. They mean, they mean it. They're being yeah. cheeky, but they mean it. Like, don't wait in front of our place. That's what they mean. They don't want you congregating in front of the restaurant.
0: <laughs> Napping
1: in the car is fine, though. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Sorry to you God all bless. of you in Atlanta. I know. God bless. Yeah. Oof. Well, I just, I personally don't like Atlanta because of the way that they say, a, it's a Spanish name. Oh. It's Ponce, Ponce de Leon and they call it Ponce. And Ponce. I, I, I can't go there because of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> going on <out> of Ponce. <laughs> you on Ponce? I'd be like, where? <laughs> I guess Atlanta like, what street is that?
0: Ponce. Oh
1: and they were dead ass serious. Yeah, Ponce. Oh, Ponce.
0: Now they're gonna drag you in the comments. Well, drag me people. in the comments, because the shit is Ponce,
1: okay? <laughs> Ponce. <laughs> like, what in the hell?